0: minimists
1: <laughs> P.S. Ryan we have several more questions but I just wanted to extend the the thing that we were sort of talking about on the podcast first when it comes to baggage <laughs> yeah I mean that's that's a true story I had to call some people up in in my own life uh, a friend of mine JD and, and uh Uh, Just say, hey, man, you were a really important part of my life uh, for this period of time. I did this with several other people. And I'm not looking to reconnect. I'm not trying to rekindle the relationship. But I just want to thank you for for what happened. I know it ended in a really weird way. um, And um, I'm not trying to place any blame on you. I'm not trying to say it was my fault or your fault. I'm just simply acknowledging the fact that you were an important part. And I want to thank you for that. Yeah. And I don't see this relationship ever. You know, how did he block-
0: react? I'm imagining like he would just, was he like, oh. I'm just imagining him going, all right, man.
1: <laughs> no, I, you know how he reacted? How? Just silence. Oh, wow. Because it's like, what do I say to that? Yeah. And then you're know, I just waited. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, man. Well, thanks for your call. And, you know, we should get together sometime and i'm like yeah probably not man but but i'm just really glad that we had opportunity to talk yeah i just you and, just wanted to acknowledge him yeah, yeah yeah and i that was important for him hopefully mm-hmm. he got something out of it but it, i did it more for me and, mm-hmm. and and uh closing that chapter was important to me adding some closure because uh, i think most closure is actually symbolic yeah. uh, uh but, but but symbols are important man exactly yeah and so that was important to me so uh, I had to do that with quite a few friends and I found that for me it was it was helpful in letting go of the way the relationship was yeah. and in some cases very rare cases but a few cases you know, those people who are still tertiary relationships in my life now, where they weren't before, if I wouldn't have if I wouldn't have had that conversation right. Barack asks us a question. she is asking, what are some ways to turn pain from our past into something that nourishes us today? What a great question, man. I know for me, the the biggest pains in my past past have to do with mistakes that I've made in intimate relationships. yeah, and it's not always like, like uh burn the barn down this was awful it was just like oh i could have done that better Mm -hmm. you know it's it's almost like going back in a way watching the the game day tapes there's a reason that you know football teams or basketball teams do that Mm -hmm. because they realize like oh i did that great i should do more of that do you Mm -hmm. see how we ran that screen Mm -hmm. perfect let's do more of that let's figure out the recipe there so i can do more of that Oh, can you believe the way that uh, I just left that? that When I was defending him, I left him wide open. Don't Mm. do that anymore. That's a mistake. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. And then pulling that forward into new relationships. And I can tell you now with, with Bex, it's the best relationship I've ever had. But the reason it's the best relationship I've ever had is because... I've learned a lot from my past mistakes. Amen. And, and I've pulled those lessons. And also I've learned what worked really well in those past relationships. What I'd like to do more of, how I'd like to show my love and appreciation and caring and understanding mm-hmm. and respect for, these, for, for other people and especially for this person in my life. Mm-hmm. And I am far from perfect with it, but I continue to learn. And uh, for me, the pain of the past is simply a lesson on how to improve the future. Yeah.
0: Couldn't have said it better, man. We got a question from Lee here. He writes in, my mother died three years ago. It caused such heartache and depression that I don't want to connect with anyone else because I would rather miss out than to go through that mental trauma again. What baby steps can I take? To get my social life back, man. That's uh, that's that hits deep for me, man. Um, because
1: I, of your relationship with your your father, well, or
0: I, <clears throat> um, because I know that I am the type of person that when something bad happens to me, it makes me want to avoid it in the future. Hmm. And uh, I mean, yeah, with my dad's relationship, but with anything, with any traumatic thing that happens. In my life, um, in fact, sometimes I err on the side of cutting people out mm-hmm. it, because that's what I've had to do in the past, so I'm the type of person where I'm you know I want to make sure that I'm protecting my emotions, protecting myself, mm-hmm. so what I do is I will err on the side of protection and and expect the worst case scenario okay so then you know I might um there are people in my life where I've thought about just cutting out totally sure. As a protection against my feelings, but I didn't do so because ultimately I knew that that was, uh, that was not solving the problem. It was actually creating more more walls in, right. inside myself. And
1: sometimes those walls are really helpful. If someone is toxic, yeah, you want to create a barrier between you and them or a boundary is a better way to put it, right? Yeah. Having a boundary with toxic people. But what Lee is asking here specifically is... Well, you know what? My mom died, so now I'm afraid to to connect with people. And the only thing that I that I'll say there, and then we can expand on it, is missing out is actually good, because you can't have yeah. a relationship with everyone you ever encounter, right? Right. But missing out in lieu of a meaningful experience is not good. Yeah. In fact, it's the opposite of good. You know, mm-hmm. we 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 the the hermit has become a meme for a reason, right? We we think of the person who's who's cooped up in their house. Uh, 24 hours a day we don't we, we don't envision that as being a, a meaningful experience we mm-hmm. envision that uh, as being the opposite of a meaningful experience thankfully though lee is asking what baby steps can i take to get my social life back and so you're actually looking to not be cooped up you you, you you've built these walls around you understanding that you now need to tear them down so first i think we need to identify what are the walls that you have put up Mm -hmm. for some something it could just be distance that might be the most innocuous one. And if so, the baby step is close the distance with one person or two people. Just close it once a week, I'm going to have coffee with this person. Or I'm going to have rotating coffee with these different people once a week. That way you don't feel bombarded by all these new relationships. If distance is the barrier, that's an easy one. Unfortunately, some people build these, these walls with anger or hatred Mm, or toxicity, vitriol. Sometimes we try to distance ourselves by ruining the relationship first, self-sabotage. Right. And I think when we do that, it's going to be a whole lot harder to repair those relationships. And it doesn't mean that it's not worth it. It means acknowledging what you have done that was negative to the relationship. And that might the negative thing might be like, hey, I wasn't there for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry I couldn't be because of what I was going through. I apologize for that. Are you willing to forgive me? If so, we can move on and have a meaningful relationship once again. Also, the third thing is you can create new relationships, right. empowering relationships. And in order to do that, you need to figure out what your values are because you want to surround yourself with people who have similar values to you. They may not have the same interests, although that's nice too. If they have, if you enjoy board games, I, my friend Andre, you know Andre, andre we went to the mm-hmm. comedy store with him recently he he and his girlfriend uh lisa a- asked me to come over to play like a, a board game or something right I'm like no <laughs> like that's that's not my interest i love him to death and right. I, I said hey bex and i don't do board games we're not doing game night all right but we'll be yeah. happy to do something else with you right? right and so find something find a common interest is great mm-hmm. don't find an interest that is your interest and not theirs is my point right and and Andre, by the way, really appreciated that fact because he doesn't want me to come over and be bored out of my mind. Um, and and so find a common interest, find common values, even if you have different beliefs. Ryan and I have different beliefs. We have different personalities, but we jibe so well because we have some common interests and we have very common values. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, I I I think that
0: you know Lee can look at he can you know kind of look at his. I think religion. it's a she. She, by the way. sorry. Sorry. Um, is that the, like the female spelling of... of L-E-I-G-H? Yeah, anyway. It, it's a, uh, they. <laughs> she. She. So I think what, what what Lee can do here is she can look at the relationship she had with her mother mm-hmm. and she can take lessons. Kind of what we were talking about with uh, Barack. You know, she can take lessons from, from that relationship. Maybe... She looks at it and thinks, man, I, I didn't I didn't spend enough time appreciating those moments. I didn't spend enough time living in the moment. So when you develop new relationships, focus on really appreciating that relationship more. Learn from what you lacked in that last relationship and and and, and pay it forward and take that lesson and apply it to to future relationships. I'm not, you know, obviously Lee can't go out here and replace her mother. But what she can do is say, you know what? My mom was a really good listener and that's what I really miss about my mom. She listened to me so well. Well, Lee, go find another relationship
1: where you can have a really good listener in your life again. Right, or maybe maybe there were things that you enjoyed doing with her that you don't have to replicate the same experiences. In fact, you don't want to go out and find another mother, mm-hmm. although ultimately that's what we all try to do if you ask Freud. Um, <laughs> right. But you, And the reason we do that is because they were the provider for us for a really long time. Mm. There's this great John Mayer line. Um, he said, I'm one generation's life away from living life out on my own. Mm. And that's. I think that's ultimately what Lee is afraid of here is like, I'm on my own now. Mm-hmm. But here's the good news. Yeah, you don't have an authority figure in that same way anymore, but you're not on your own unless you want to be. And so you can repair that, but it has to do with scaling the walls that you have built, removing that distance that you've created and probably needed for a while. Maybe you needed that distance, but now it's time to bridge the gap. The
0: minimalists. <laughs>